The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal. From the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. Welcome to Engaging Truth. This is Dave Schultz, your host for this particular Sunday night broadcast. I have a guest that I'll introduce, and his name is Aaron Littman. He is the executive, the the CEO, really, of Lutheran Outdoor Ministry of Texas. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you. It's good to be here. Let me just ask you, who is Aaron? Uh, uh, Aaron is um, the youngest child uh, with three older siblings. I grew up in Spring Klein, grew up at Trinity Klein um, from first through eighth grade. And um, as I got into college, attended Texas A&M and studied youth development. Um, uh, After college, got a job as the program director at Camp Omega in Waterville, Minnesota. During my time up there, I was serving as the the program director and going through uh, DCE Colloquy through Concordia St. Paul and had a great experience doing that. So served at Omega for about two and a half years full time and then moved into uh, a role as a DCE in Columbus, Indiana for almost three years, serving with uh, our junior and senior high. And then the Lord called uh, my wife and I uh, back home to Texas and have been serving here at Camp Lone Star LOMT for almost six years now. So um, I have a a wonderful wife uh, of 10 years this summer, and um, we have uh, an adopted daughter that we uh, adopted last summer from South Africa named Nalita, and uh, another baby on the way due in October. So uh, love my family and love getting to serve uh, Jesus at camp. Aaron, what do you see as the greatest and the second most important value of Lutheran Outdoor Ministry? Yeah, so for me, camp ministry is about partnership. Um, my calling into camp um, and the experiences I have had in in church ministry, parish ministry, partnering with uh, camp ministry was incredibly valuable. So for me, the value of outdoors ministry is is coming alongside the church uh, at large and uh, being complementary. And so uh, what we seek to do at Camp Lone Star is uh, to be a good partner with our local congregations. And so that's a, a constant conversation of seeing how we can serve them well, seeing what their needs are, and uh, doing our best to create experiences that facilitate those goals. How long has Lutheran Outdoor Ministries been doing what it's doing today? But, of course, initially differently, but how long has it been doing that? Yeah, so uh, Camp Lone Star LOMT has been around since 1941. Um, And really, if we go back even further, uh, 1929 was the first time that um, outdoor ministry started really happening around Texas. Um, Our roots are as uh, the Lone Star Walther League Camp. Uh, A lot of outdoor ministry sites around the country started as Walther League camps. The Texas district eventually took ownership of um, what was Texas Outdoors Ministry, or TOM, um, in 1941 and officially incorporated, uh, eventually renamed Lutheran Outdoors Ministries of Texas 
uh, and today goes by Camp Lone Star. So it's been uh, almost 85 years of ministry at Camp Lone Star in, in multiple sites. Uh, it's always been in LaGrange, um, but that's been the primary location everything's been. I, I would suppose that you could even know or have heard or have a record of all the young people that have gone into ministry, both teaching and preaching ministry, who kind of floated through the um, outdoor ministry entrance uh, to the kingdom. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, part of our mission is to cultivate Christian leaders, and, and God has done that and used camp to do that. Uh, in a lot of ways, um, what happens, especially as summer staff come through, um, is they're introduced to the opportunity and given the experience to share the faith, and um, the Holy Spirit uses that to captivate um, their hearts and call them into ministry. That was that was my calling into ministry, was getting to serve as a counselor. Uh, my original goal in life was to be Smokey the Bear and be in the mountains of Colorado and serve as a park ranger. Um, but I saw what, what Jesus did at camp to transform lives. Um, I met a young boy who didn't know Jesus, and by the end of the week, um, my first year as a staff member, my first week as a staff member, uh, he had received his first Bible and um, wanted to get plugged into a church. And six weeks later, he came back and we found out that he got plugged into a church, a youth group, and I was uh, captivated by what Jesus did. And so um, that's just part of my story. Uh, but there are so many individuals who have gone through um, in in Lutheran Outdoors ministry to uh, to go on to be pastors, to be DCEs, and um, Lutheran teachers, educators, and um, our hope is that people who come through Camp Lone Star, whether they go into professional ministry or not, understand the idea of vocation and that every opportunity is, a, is an opportunity to share Jesus. You know, I would suppose that as you look back over uh, your years of service in doing this, it's a great deal different than what would have happened had you remained Smokey the Bear, you know? <laughs> Very and, different experience. And the beauty of that is found in the stories of people whose lives have been transformed by the gospel and who can't let loose of it. Um, mm -hmm. They know it and... and there is a compelling desire to want to share it. And I, and I just keep thinking that uh, that Lutheran outdoor ministry will one day shine in a different way in heaven because of the people that it has produced and the people who have stories that are so wonderful, uh, transforming. Let me ask you about this also. You have core values. Uh, Lutheran outdoor ministries has core values. How do you uh, design them with mission and ministry considered as an important issue? Yeah, absolutely. Our, our core values are, are simply that. They're, they're the identity in which we serve. It's, it's a lens in which we serve. It's how we hope our identity is perceived. So we have, we have four core values here at Camp Lone Star. Uh, number one, uh, which is all-encompassing, is Jesus-focused. Uh, we look in all uh, aspects of the ministry to fix our eyes on Jesus, um, we commit to doing things for His glory, and we're motivated by His glory. We try to follow His example and lead with a servant's heart. Uh, be quick to love, be the first to forgive, uh, and always trying to point people back to Jesus in everything we do. And that leads into our <clears throat> our next core value, which is intentional. We want to be incredibly purposeful in how we um, create the environment uh, and we create these memorable experiences um, that it's not happening by accident. Uh, we want to be 
uh, intentional and building authentic relationships, um, creating inspiring programming that keeps safety as a key. Uh, when people are safe uh, and they know that they're safe, uh, then their eyes can be opened. They're not focused on their present circumstances, but they can look up um, and uh, and experience Jesus in a new way. Um, and to be intentional in how we create things to to have teachable moments to point to Jesus. Um, another core value is our pursuit of excellence. Uh, we believe that uh, we want to constantly um, pursue excellence, not yet attain it, uh, but to know that we're we're committed to going above and beyond and um, working uh, for the Lord with all of our hearts, our strengths, our mind, um, because He's worthy of it. And um, there's a phrase around outdoors ministry is a lot um, that can be used as a, a crutch or an excuse. And people say, "Oh, it's camp," and that usually is an excuse of why something is is not done as well as it could be. Um, but we try to reframe it of it's camp, which means it matters because lives are transformed here. Uh, and so that's what pursuit of excellence is about. And then our other uh, last core value is teamwork. Um, and teamwork is all encompassing. It's not just the fact that we have a large team. We have 18 year round staff between our two campuses. Uh, but and then another 47 summer staff that come in each summer. So we have a large team. But teamwork is not just about working together as a cohesive team, uh, but it's also in partnership. Uh, we have teammates in congregations. We have teammates in our donors, uh, our donor champions. Uh, without our donors, uh, the cost of camp would be a lot higher. Our donors are, are teammates with us in ministry, and they send out and, and advocate. And then, of course, our teamwork is with our, our congregations. We have several um, incredibly uh, strong partnerships uh, within the Texas district um, that we work with and uh, and are excited to do that. So all of that helps us be on our mission, um, which is to transform lives through adventurous Christ-centered experiences. Uh, and then we view that in three lenses. Um, and that's how we view everything is uh, our mission is uh, to transform lives through adventurous Christ-centered experiences by planting seeds of faith, cultivating Christian leaders, and growing the kingdom of God. And so those three tenets are how we view all of our programming to make sure it's in alignment. Uh, the, 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 the four core values are great. So uh, you've got those emblazoned on your forehead. I can see that right now. So um, there was a time when the Walther League served to keep like-minded young people together. Mm. Um, does the Lutheran Outdoor Ministry, do they think along the same lines? Like uh, when the Walther League people would leave one city, they would go to another and seek a church that had that, to seek like-minded people. Does the ministry, the outdoor ministry, do the same thing? Uh, in some ways, uh, I think there's a lot of value, and, and we believe as a ministry that there's value in uh, in different perspectives because, one, it, it strengthens um, and it, it forces us to always seek truth and truth found in Scripture and uh, to reaffirm what we believe. And so there's value in different perspectives. So as a whole, we don't only serve uh, the Lutheran Church. Um, if we only serve Lutheran uh, congregational members, um, I don't think we'd be fulfilling our mission um, or the Great Commission. Uh, and so there's great value in that, but there's also such a value in community and having that like-mindedness where we can uh, be an encourager to another. And so as we serve groups, we really look at it in three different ways. We look at our groups if they're uh, theologically aligned. So as we look at our retreat groups, uh, are they theologically aligned? Um, is it theologically neutral? Maybe they're not against Christianity, 
Um, and we look at those as incredible opportunities to live out intentionality. So we, we try to be intentional in our conversations with those groups that come in. Uh, and then there's the third group, which is theologically opposed. Um, and so sometimes there's really not a door to have a conversation. And so every, all of those are, are kind of case by case. But uh, those are the, the three lenses in which we really view ministry. And the first two um, for us as a ministry are no-brainers that we we want to serve those groups of people that we align with and, and those that we have an opportunity to have conversations with. And the third group we continue to pray for. And if the doors open for conversations and to serve them well, we try to. And if not, um, then we know the Lord has somebody else that's supposed to plant those seeds of faith with them. In the world culture of today, a great deal different than when I began in ministry 60 years ago. Yeah. How do you work with the congregations to partner with you at uh, LOM? Yeah, a, a great question. We we seek partnerships in a lot of different ways. So a lot of uh, our churches have schools, and so we have uh, an, an incredible outdoor education program. Lori Sanchez is our outdoor education specialist. She's been uh, with camp for um, over a decade and uh, has done an awesome job in a lot of different roles, but she uh, really specializes in that and helping to create uh, strong uh, outdoor education experiences. Uh, we have some congregations that will send uh, schools for leadership retreats as well, and we get to have the opportunity to walk alongside their eighth graders and do some leadership development. We have other congregations that will send out their men's and women's groups uh, for those retreats, and uh, we'll do as much or as little programming. Um, so whenever somebody contacts us, especially from a congregation, our first question is, is what's your goal for this retreat? What are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, and then our team is trained to really to walk alongside and to create an experience, and it may be only a part of it that we get to be engaged with, with the leadership of it. Um, other times, the congregation says, "You know what? It's going to be um, it's going to be better for you to just plan it and lead it." Here's our theme, um, and then we just engage in conversation. So it's a constant conversation with our partners of of how we can serve them well. And every context is different. There are some churches that have a lot more resources um, and uh, vision for what they want to do, and then there's some congregations that might be smaller that just need a, a strong partner to walk in and say, "Hey." Um, you can rest and just focus on the relationship with your retreat attendees, and we'll take care of the programming so you don't have to. And that lifts the burden off of the tired church workers to be able to say, we can trust you at camp to take care of it, and I can just focus on the relationship. Um, when I was in Indiana, we partnered with Camp Lakeview in Seymour, Indiana, um, when I was in Columbus, and that was the nature. And that's where I really saw that and really got to lean into that as I got to see the staff at Lakeview come alongside us and say, we'll support you. Um, and on the retreat times where it was more chaotic, I could let them just go and, and do it. And other times I had more of a vision and um, they'd help me execute it. So, Aaron, how do you care for the people who come to serve the Lord Jesus at Lutheran Outdoor Ministries? Our staff are some of the greatest resources that God has given us. And so we want to be good stewards. Um, so it's a, it's a constant thing that's on my mind is how can we care well for staff? Um, we do it in a lot of different ways with our year round staff. We try to, um, uh, we do a, a staff retreat every year where we get away, we get off campus, we spend some time in community together. Uh, we do Bible studies together. We play together. We have fun. 
and then we plan, we dream and, um, and walk together through a dreaming process of what could be. Um, and it keeps people engaged. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned over the last couple of years as our staff has grown um, is to delegate and to, to know that our uh, ministry directors um, can really care best for their team that they serve with. And so we've really tried to um, <clears throat> make sure that we're all in that together and caring for them. And so um, making sure that people are healthy. So especially for our program staff that work a lot of weekends, uh, they don't always have the opportunity to go to church. So a couple of years ago, we created a rule that every uh, program staff member uh, was not able to serve more than two weekends in a row and not more than uh, two weekends in a month. This uh, allowed them that um, half of a month, they get to go to church. At least two Sundays a month, they get to go to church, which used to not really be the case. And so we've tried to create positive rhythms that allow people to rest to be with their family, to be able to worship in their home congregations and still be able to serve well at camp. Um, if we take care of our staff, then they're gonna stay. Camp used to be a place with high turnover and a lot of burnout, especially in the program area because of the long weekends worked along with the weeks. And so we've tried to create um, rules that help us uh, to be healthy. And then with our summer staff, um, we try to, to infuse a lot of rest as we can. Um, the other part of that is uh, our training is very intentionally done. Um, right now we're in the middle of our summer staff training and uh, we brought in uh, a wonderful DCE named Olivia from North Texas, uh, who also has a, uh, a licensed uh, counseling um, uh, practice on the side. And uh, she's come in to do some spiritual encouragement uh, with our staff and to help our summer staff be spiritually healthy as we approach and walk into summer and be able to process some things. And um, we try to create a, a culture of encouragement um, as we uh, as we serve both spiritually and uh, and physically. And so um, it's something we always think about. It's always something we're going to try to do better and never be able to do perfect. But um, as long as we're continuing to think about it, we're going to do a better job than if we're not. There might be a mom and dad that are listening to this particular program and they say, oh, I would like to tell my son about this particular opportunity. What would be the qualifications for a young man or young woman? Let's say if, if they are challenged to want to become part of the ministry, what do you say to them? Yeah, so uh, would love for people to get into camp as early as they can. So we have uh, opportunities for camp really for all ages. So uh, come experience it as a camper. Uh, I never had that opportunity, uh, or at least not one that I took advantage of. Uh, camp wasn't really known to me as a kid. And so I never went to camp until I was a retreat guest for a confirmation. And then until I was a counselor, but uh, we have opportunities for, for families to come. We have family camp on weekends where you can come and try it out. Um, and then weekend camps for um, as young as five to eight to stay overnight for a couple nights and then move all the way up um, and camp goes all the way until 18. After that, and, and even in high school, after their freshman year of high school, we have a junior staff program, which is a, an awesome opportunity for high schoolers to come and um, have some service opportunities to serve camp, to get a window of what it might look like to be a summer staffer or a counselor or uh, and, and, and get that experience. And so they can come and serve for one or two week sessions as junior staff. And then our college staff start after you've been one year out of 
uh, high school. So typically after a freshman year of college uh, or around that age. And so uh, that's our summer staff. And it usually goes till um, till about a year after college. And um, it's an incredible opportunity. We also have year-round gap year uh, opportunities. Uh, we have a program called Ascend, uh, which used to be Ministry Impact Partner. Uh, but it's a year-round gap year program or internship that focuses on leadership development. And our director of programs, Ross Owens, has done a great job uh, creating that program and uh, enhancing it so that uh, somebody who serves in that program isn't just uh, getting opportunities to serve at camp, but also has the opportunity to grow and, and mature um, spiritually uh, and professionally uh, for wherever God would call them next. What is the encouragement that you can give to those who are listening to churches, for instance, that are not supportive of you at this particular point, to do so? Yeah, I, I would say that uh, camp is a resource. Um, camp is not in competition with uh, churches or congregations. We're in the same mission together. Um, even though things happen on weekends, we want to be complementary to congregations in what they do. Um Something that's on my heart is the fact that our campers are with us for a week at a time, and then they go back home. I want to strengthen the handshake of the congregations as those campers go back home. So the opportunities and the experiences they have at camp um, go along with the congregations back home. I want to make sure that our campers, when they leave, uh, get to go back home to a congregation that uh, will walk with them in their faith journey. And so we want to be complementary. Um, and I think a lot of our congregations don't know the breadth of what camp can do and, and how God has equipped our staff. Um, camp is not just summer camp. Camp is a resource in the year round. Um, we've had some congregations that have invited us to come for youth nights and we'll have a camp night uh, at a church. We have program things uh, that we can take, resources that we take like a, a mobile climbing wall. We have um, other program uh, games and equipment and stuff that we'll take uh, with our year-round staff. Phoebe Burke is one of our program staff. Uh, she's our community ministry specialist. Uh, her job is congregational partnerships. So I would say if you're a congregation and you're listening, we would love for you to reach out to myself or Ross, our director of programs, or Phoebe, our community ministry specialist, and have a conversation. What can we do to partner with you? Uh, our heart and our posture at camp uh, is to be a partner, is to be a resource, another tool belt um, to walk alongside our congregations as they pursue their mission to make Jesus known and, and make disciples. Uh, we want to be a part of that with our congregations. And so um, that's what I would say. We're down to about a minute and a half, Aaron, and this, and this has been good conversation, but tell me, what might our prayer for you be, uh, knowing that you don't know what's going to be like in five years for LOM? What would our prayer for you be like? Hmm. I would say that we would continue to seek the Lord's wisdom. Uh, my prayer is always that it's not our will, but but His will. Uh, and so um, we spend a lot of time in prayer as a staff discerning the future. We've just come out of a, a very large capital campaign with a vision forward. Uh, and our prayer is is that we would continue to dream about what would be next. And so um, my prayer is always for wisdom and discernment and for the right people to come forward and help speak into that uh, as as donors, as retreat guests, as campers, board members to, to help us dream 
um, and partner better with our congregations and support our campers and guests well. Aaron, I want to say thank you for being as articulate and very spiritually inclined in conversation as you have been. I, I can't help but believe that God's hand of grace and mercy rests upon the ministry and upon all those that you give guidance to. So I just want to say thank you for your presence here. And I said to the listening audience, thank you for being with us also. Come back again next Sunday night to Engaging Truth. Thank you and good night. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410 or visit our website at elmhouston.org or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.